0: Welcome to IT Visionaries, created by The Mission, your number one source for accelerated learning. On today's episode of IT Visionaries, we sit down with Zach Gray, CTO of MS Companies. MS Companies provides workforce solutions to manufacturing companies to increase efficiency. Zach shares with us his thoughts on citizen development and its future. Enjoy. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the lightning platform by Salesforce. The Lightning platform is a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone is empowered to build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash build apps.
1: Welcome to another episode of IT Visionaries. For the final time this week, we are sitting on the 15th floor of the Salesforce Tower, looking over Dreamforce with... 170,000 people blow us. And I'm joined today by Zach Gray, CTO of MS Companies. How's it going, Zach?
2: Hey, I'm doing well, how are you?
1: You know, I'm doing great. It's been an awesome week at Dreamforce. i have had a great time here. And it's really exciting to talk to you about citizen development. Let's first start off with what MS Companies does and kind of your roles and responsibilities there.
2: Yeah, MS Companies provides a service to a lot of auto manufacturers providing quality assurance service. And then a lot of what MS Companies does revolves around labor. So to provide those quality assurance processes, you need to have people that can go do those and implement those processes. My role is running the IT and development. So all of technology rolls up through my my role.
1: Tell me a little bit about your background, how you got started at MS Companies.
2: Yeah, so the short answer I went to a small college in Indiana and played basketball with our current CFO of MS Companies, a guy named Nick. And, and Nick started MS Companies about three months before I did. And then he called me up. I was doing .NET development. And he asked me to come interview and take a look at things. And we saw a huge opportunity. And it's been a wild ride. And we've had fun doing it. So,
1: What does this size of the company look like? And the size of your like tech organization?
2: Sure. Yeah. Size of company. We have probably five to 700 active clients. And then number of employees working at those clients is on a daily basis, about 5,000 or more. And from a tech standpoint, we've got about 15 people in the tech organization.
1: So kind of like explain your journey with citizen development and how you view it.
2: Yeah, we, we kind of stumbled onto citizen development by accident, I think. We, we were in the process of ramping things up with Salesforce. We wanted to build more. We wanted to do more. We didn't have the people to do it, and we didn't know where to find those people. And we identified some key people within the organization who maybe didn't have a tech background, but had an interest in tech and knew the business well, were able to give those people a chance. And that's kind of how we stumbled onto it and then had some success with it and just kept rolling from there.
1: What kind of business functions were those folks in?
2: We had people in data entry teams. We had people in finance teams. We had people in low level management jobs that, that ended up moving over into citizen development role.
1: And what was kind of that profile that you were looking for? Was it just folks that were excited to do it?
2: (laughs) It's funny you say that, that, The type of person we're looking for really had a lot to do with desire and kind of the willingness to jump in and try something. The other things that we're looking for, logical thinkers, people that could draw what they were thinking on a whiteboard, on a napkin, at least explain what they wanted to do. Those kinds of people tended to lend well to that system development.
1: That's great. One of the things we were talking about with Sudhir was how – Initially, they launched just within the IT organization. So mm-hmm. they were doing citizen development within the IT organization, not specifically on his team, but on different teams, and then scaled from there. What were the first kind of projects that people were making?
2: The first projects we started with, was citizen development, uh, all around data entry. So one of the being, like I talked about the size of our company and what we do, one of the big things that was a big problem for us, obviously, was gathering data and specifically timesheets for our company. That's how we do payroll and it's how we do invoicing. So getting timesheet information into the system is very, very important. It took about 15 people to sit and process timesheets every single day in order to make payroll in order to make invoicing. So that's kind of where we started. We had one of the guys that was doing a lot of that manual entry that had some ideas. So project from there was he came up with some ideas about how the process should work, built some things in Salesforce to kind of help gather that data. And then the, then our dev team jumped on top of that and kind of took it from there and became bigger and bigger and bigger until we had a fully automated solution.
1: And what was the buy-in like from, you know, you talking to the CEO and talking to other leaders within the organization? Was this something that they were like, hey, let's give it a shot? Or was there a little bit more convincing?
2: That's a a great question. From buy-in, I think the problem needed solved and everyone agreed that the problem needed solved. So how I did it, no one cared. (laughs) So, and I think from, you know, after that, obviously we could talk a little bit more about how we did it and how we got there, but at, at first it was just solve the problem.
1: Yeah. And so then what was the kind of next logical step for you after you kind of found those folks?
2: After that, the next step was to, to see if we could find more, to see if we had more people within the organization that could do something similar and then promote it.
1: What was the reaction from like leaders within the organization on those business units? Was there kind of like apprehension there of that we were using those people for app development?
2: Yes, there was some apprehension. There, there's always this any growing company, there's always a struggle for resource. And at first it was how do, how do you handle that, right? And and, and then we kind of had to balance it at first. And then we started setting aside time for that sort of thing.
1: What were some of the early success stories from your like your top yeah. citizen developers?
2: Some of our best citizen developers had really great success in that they started out as different parts. You know, citizen developers in different departments throughout the business, they started out their careers with our company doing administrative tasks, different number of things. Some of them were so successful that they progressed into going through Trailhead, getting training through Salesforce, becoming certified developers, and really came a long way from their initial job with our company.
1: What are the like structures that you put in place for governance, and how do you manage the flow of like people requesting different apps or, or the business wanting to make applications?
2: When it comes to governance, I think early on, it wasn't much. I mean, we just kind of figured this out. Let's be agile and let's adapt to things as they come. People have good ideas, let's roll with them. Not all ideas are good ideas, or sometimes ideas are good and execution is bad. And so that's where I think governance comes into play. Because you have some citizen developers throughout the company that maybe have a good idea, but don't have the capability to implement it well. And so then we started having a little more oversight from... Some of those certified folks, some of the IT professionals who've been doing this a while, and anytime we had a citizen developer come up with an app, it would go through a review process before it goes into the actual production environment.
1: And so how involved is IT in that process? I mean, are you looking at a certain number of apps a week? Are you doing any other types like innovations? You know, some folks are doing hackathons or things like that. Like, how is IT involved in like, bringing that innovation to the forefront?
2: The idea of citizen development grew once a few people were successful. And I don't know that we intentionally pushed it out there. It probably something we could do better actually. But I think people saw success and saw what they could do. And so the people that were good at it went and tried it. Or the people that had passion to do it went and did it and went and asked. And then we'd set them up a place to play, a, play, a sandbox. They could go develop things and then it could get reviewed.
1: So what does the future of citizen development look like at MS companies?
2: That's a great question. I I think the future of citizen development, I mean, we're still learning to think that we've got this completely figured out. We don't, but I hope it grows. I think different parts of the business are getting more used to it. And I think it's actually a great way for us to recruit. We've got the ability to show people that we're bringing in, maybe right out of school, that here's what a path could look like. Here's some success stories of some of the other people that, yeah, maybe first off when they first get there, their job is one thing, but there's a path to go do what you want to do if it's something different.
1: If you had a magic wand to make an even smoother process, like what would be your, like what's your ideal scenario for things that you could be able to, to foster more innovation and creativity from the field?
2: The only way I can think to really make this process easier if we could is to get a little more buy-in. I mean, there's there's conflicting strategies about whether change in technology is good or bad and how often that should be. You know, if you can get everybody together and agree that we should be moving fast, we should be changing, like it is volatile, but that's good. And so I think getting everybody on the same page on that would be the ideal state.
1: What would be your advice to CIOs and CTOs and executives that want to like want to just get started that want to launch some type of citizen development within their organizations
2: if you're trying to prove success in citizen development and launch a program the best thing you can do is find something that matters to the business and show how to solve it you talk to people in finance you talk you know CFOs CEOs CMOs people are looking to drive success they're trying to fix problems and everybody's job is to fix a problem if you can show that with citizen development, you can fix a problem, I think it catches on that way. You have to make it practical. To me, it doesn't work on a you know a 20-page document to explain why it's a good program. To me, it's scratching an idea down and going and doing it and then proving that it works.
1: Tell me a little bit more about some of the problems that you're solving for your customers in the automotive industry.
2: As for our customers, problems that we're solving at MS companies is a lot about data reporting it's about getting inputs correctly into our system and then being able to provide something back to them of quality the biggest thing in that industry and and I'm sure lots is they know how to make cars right like for us to come in there and tell them how to make cars is just silly but they do things in ways that can be improved that we can influence so things like reporting on quality data reporting on their workforce information. Those kinds of things were trying to help them get away from doing things on paper and printed out spreadsheets and showing them how they can do that in a a portal, in a Salesforce community. And so what we've seen a lot of times is a couple citizen developers or guys who maybe have that automotive background or were responsible inside the company for producing those 150 megabyte Excel spreadsheets. And they said, hey, I think we can get this data into Salesforce. And if we get it into Salesforce, we can let them use these portals to solve their problems. So then we've actually taken those solutions to OEMs, tier one suppliers, you know, any auto manufacturer you can think of. We're in one way or another touching that process.
1: All right, let's do the lightning round. Fast and easy questions. All right. Not unlike the Salesforce lightning platform. Number one, what app are you using on your phone that is the most fun
2: Holy moly.
1: (laughs) It's supposed to be fast and easy.
2: Oh, I know. I'll say Waze. Can can I tell you why? Sure. Okay. So everybody everybody uses Waze. It's not fun, right? Being in traffic is not fun. I had my kid, he's four. I recorded his voice, so it gives me directions while I'm in my car. No kidding. So he's talking to me while I'm driving. And seriously, it cracks me up every single time. It's awesome.
1: That's really funny. We had, this is... Not lightning, I know I screwed it up. No, I no, won't. no, I I'm, I'm I have an aside. So I interviewed Diane Eisner, it was the first American employee at Waze and had a growth from when they grew to very small team to enormous and getting acquired. And she said that early on in Waze, it was just a blank everything. So drivers actually built the map, there was they didn't put a map down and then see the roads, so they were giving people credit for. Actually, creating the entire map, and then eventually they got to the point where they're like, "Oh, hey, we need to fill out these roads." And then it was kind of like Pac Man of having people go and go the dotted line, and then to prove that those roads—that's roads.
2: incredible. Yeah, is that cool? That is really cool. It's the type
1: of insights you get on IT visionaries. You know what I mean? What's your favorite time-saving tool?
2: I've got this popcorn maker. It's just a plug it in the wall and it spins. But you put the kernels in, and then you put the lid over the top, and then you flip it over, and the lid is the bowl. So like. That saves me time.
1: There you go. I love that. Favorite use of AI or chatbots that you've seen recently?
2: I think recommendation engines are incredible. So what Spotify does continues to amaze me. Yeah. And like we were just talking about this yesterday. It's, just, it's incredible. Like I find new music all the time that's, that I wouldn't otherwise find.
1: Favorite team, sports or otherwise?
2: Pacers. I'm going to need a Pacer fan.
1: Favorite podcast or recent book that you've read?
2: I'm a I'm a Vince Flynn fan.
1: Favorite show you're watching?
2: Favorite show is gotta be. What am I watching? I've got kids. Yeah, nothing. I don't know. Hey, that's all right. I got I got my son to watch Star Wars, the that's the funny. cartoon with me, the Clone Wars. So yeah. We've been watching that together.
1: Do you have a favorite Dreamforce moment?
2: Favorite Dreamforce moment. This. This this Recor- is pretty cool. Recording and on the fifteenth floor. Is of the cool. This is cool. This building's hour. incredible.
1: It's really cool. Technology that you're most excited about.
2: I love home automation stuff. I mean, and it's it's getting better and better all the time. So,
1: last question of the lightning round. What would be your advice for a first time CIO or
2: CTO? Just do stuff. Maybe that's not good advice.
1: That's but. great advice. Make it happen. That's it for lightning round. Fast and easy questions, just like the lightning platform by Salesforce, where building AI-powered apps is faster and easier. Salesforce, you can build apps. And you can go to salesforce.com slash build apps to learn more. That's it. That's all we got, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank
0: you again to our friends at Salesforce. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the lightning platform by Salesforce, a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone can build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash buildapps.